Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast for women who are ready to step out of society's expectations, discover their sole purpose, and work their light. I'm your host, Kristen Martin, a full-time author and creative entrepreneur. My mission is to impact as many women as possible to go after the very things that set their souls on fire. If you're ready to stop playing small in a world that is desperate for you to play big, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am recording this from a different location. I am at my mom's condo in Arizona. After an 18-hour car ride, (laughs) it feels really, really nice to be here. And I was thinking about it and realized that I haven't been here in over a year which is a long, long time. So June of 2019 was the last time that I was in Arizona. So needless to say, it feels really good to be back. But as you can imagine, on an 18-hour car ride, there's a lot of time to think and stew over life and ponder the questions of life and this reality that we are all that we all have the privilege of living in. I know a lot of people probably don't think right now is a privilege, but it is. It is a privilege to be here. It is a privilege to be breathing. The sun is still coming up and the earth is still spinning and we are still here. And as long as we are still here in my book, we're winning. So on the car ride, I got to thinking a lot about our natural state as human beings. And this is something that I've pondered a lot over the years, because I think that we have been conditioned so much as a society that our natural state is to to constantly be in motion, to be doing something, to to be active. And I've talked a lot about this on this podcast and also in my book, Soul Flow, about the beingness versus the doingness. And also just that that balance between the masculine, which is that very active go, 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 do, 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 and then the feminine, which is much more flowing and trusting and just kind of surrendering to the universe and kind of going, going with the flow in that regard. And so I was considering our natural state as human beings and what that is and how I believe that we've been led in a different direction into more of that state of doing this, where a lot of us believe that in order for things to happen, in order to make the money, in order to get the promotion, in order to lose the weight, in order to achieve X outcome or X goal, that we have to be doing something. Like we have to be taking action toward that goal. And that state is what I refer to as the hustle state. That is the grind state. It's the state I think a lot of us live in. And maybe not so much now in the pandemic, or maybe more so now because of the pandemic, right? So it really just kind of depends on where you're at, what beliefs you hold, and what you believe to be true about your reality and the state of the world right now. So there was a download I received in the car while I was driving, which is going to sound so obvious when I say it out loud, but it really hit me in a different way. I'm going to try to use examples in order to hopefully get the point across in the way that I received it, which is that the more natural the state, 
the more flow there is, the more natural the state, the more flow there is. So if you think about a river flowing in its natural setting, you know, with its natural water, with maybe there's some rocks or some formations that have formed in the water or the water has eroded them away, but a river has a natural state. It's only when the river's dried up or some rocks have fallen off a mountain into the river and it's built up like a dam, or maybe humans have come along or some external source has come along and done something to restrict this natural flow of this river. But I started thinking about this in, like, as humans in all areas of our lives. And the one I kept thinking about for me had more to do with my physical appearance and my health and my body. So stick with me here for a minute, right? <laughs> so for the majority of my life, I have straightened my hair. Um, and up until recently, over the past year, I have not straightened it. Like, I think I've only straightened it one time. And so the rest of the time, I've let it do its thing. And I just wear it naturally curly. And I noticed that over time, as I stopped straightening it, the curls became more buoyant. They became more defined. And now it's, it's returning back to its natural state after being restricted and straightened and pressed down for so long that it just... It does whatever it wants, and I, I don't really have to style it. I don't have to do much with it. I definitely don't have to blow dry it. I don't have to put any product in it. I don't have to straighten it. I don't have to put hairspray on it. Like All this stuff I used to have to do before to get it to look a certain way, I don't have to do any of that now. So it's cut that time down in half, and so I've noticed that just the flow not only of my hair, but the flow of my life and the time it takes to get ready. Like I'm, I'm expending less energy and using less time to get ready. You know, something that used to take me over an hour to do is done within like 20, 25 minutes. Another thing I've noticed that goes hand in hand with this download of the more natural, the state, the more flow is when it comes to my makeup. So I also haven't worn foundation. And so the time that I did try to straighten my hair and did try to put foundation on, I noticed that my hair was very resistant to the heat and the curling iron. Like it, it didn't want to straighten because it was in its natural state and I was trying to force something on it. It's the same thing with foundation. When I was trying to put it on, it like literally would not go on my face. Like my pores were rejecting it and it was all, it was like really cakey. And it's, you know, the foundation that I've used for years and years and years. So I was like, this is really interesting. It's almost like my skin has had time to get back to its natural state. And so anything that is unnatural is going to be rejected. It's not going to take it back in. Same with the straightener and straightening my hair. My curls were like, no, we're back to our natural, fun, buoyant state. We're defined, we're curly, everything's good. We're living our best life. <laughs> and you're not gonna come in here with some flat iron to try to straighten us out. And so then I started thinking about the other natural states of being a human being. Like when I eat only organic foods and things that are, you know, that are really good for me, how my body processes that so much faster. And if I have something that's unnatural, that was made in a factory, that was packaged up in a bag or some kind of plastic, or even now as I'm switching over to a more vegetarian and also a vegan 
lifestyle, I've noticed that if there's any kind of animal byproduct in anything that I'm consuming or, or using at all, I'm starting to notice there's, there's less flow, you know, in my body, whether it's through digestion or, you know, if it's a product I'm putting on my face or using on my skin, there's just not as much flow there. There's some kind of restriction. There's some kind of hindrance, blockade, whatever you want to call it, because it's not natural. So I also thought about this in terms of sleeping, like how you feel when you're rested versus unrested. Obviously being well rested is the natural state of a human being. Being hydrated versus not hydrated being full or satisfied versus hungry, right? So you think about the natural state as a human being in terms of how we survive and how we live our lives, you'll come to realize that the more natural you go, the more natural the state, the more flow, the more ease, the less time it takes, whatever that it is. And so as a society, we've been conditioned to do that doing and being you know in action and doing something and working towards goals goal setting planning all this this doing 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 is the natural state of being human and as i've gotten more into meditation and this state of being where i allow myself to daydream or i go lay in the grass and look up at the sky or just go for a walk and i'm not I'm not walking to work out or anything like that. I'm just walking to walk just because I want to. There's no outcome attached to it. It's just I'm doing something because it feels good to me. It feels natural to me. The more that I'm doing that, the more I'm finding that more is coming to me a lot faster. And when I say that, I mean in terms of manifestations and my desires. So that would then mean that beingness is our natural state not doing this. And so being a five on the Enneagram and also having my South node in Virgo, I was like, okay, I need some scientific evidence to, to back up this theory, right? Because the conditioning is so intense in our minds that we need to be doing. And that being is a waste of time to sit there and daydream when you could be taking action on your goals or making some kind of a plan, right? When you look at the two of those, you think I need to, I need to choose the productive thing. I need to choose the thing that's going to get me closer to what that goal is. We almost look at the beingness as just this, this waste of time or this state that we get to be in once we've reached the goal, once we do, do, do. But here's the thing, there's always going to be more stuff to do. There's always going to be something on your to-do list and you're never going to get it all done. There's always going to be something new because we are ever-expanding beings in an ever-expanding universe. And so if there's always going to be something to do, and you're never going to get it all done, then what is the harm in spending a little time being, in daydreaming, in not doing? So if you have your phone near you, which I'm guessing you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> I want you to go onto the internet, Google or whatever search engine you use, and I want you to type in high vibration frequencies. And I want you to click on images. Now, when I did this, there were a lot of graphics that came up that showed me the difference between a high vibration wavelength or a high frequency wavelength and a low frequency wavelength. 
And what I noticed is that the high vibration wavelength was a lot more narrow. There were a lot more of them in a small space. So they were closer together and they weren't as wide as the low vibration frequencies. So that high vibration wavelength, you have to think about it like this. And this is the best example that I can think of is you think of a slinky, right? When it's all coiled up really tight, that would represent when the, when the slinky is all together like that, that would represent the high vibration wavelength. And that would also represent your beingness. It's just being, it just is, it's not doing anything. It's just being a slinky. And you see the coils are all really close together and they're very narrow. But what happens when you stretch that slinky out? It looks a lot like the low vibration wavelengths, which are the longer wavelengths, right? When you stretch it out, the coils, they get lower in height and they also get longer in width. So we have the slinky coiled and when it's coiled, it's high vibe, right? And when we have the slinky uncoiled or stretched out, we have it in low vibe. So now I want you to think about the slinky going down the stairs. If you ever played with the slinky, which I totally did <laughs> when I was a kid, then you can probably imagine this perfectly in your head. When that slinky is coiled and it starts moving, or you kind of like set it off, right? It starts to go down the stairs and it's a very steady flow. It just keeps going until it hits something, you know, like the, the landing or the floor where there's nothing else for it to continue its momentum. But if you were to stretch out that slinky and uncoil it and try to get it to go down the stairs, it wouldn't even work it wouldn't move. It needs to be coiled in order for it to work, in order for it to flow, in order for it to gain momentum. So in thinking about this slinky in its natural state, in its coiled state, the more flow it has, the more momentum it can gain. And this is a perfect analogy for beingness versus doingness as a human. So we've been taught that the doingness is what is going to give us that momentum, that that's what's going to make the slinky go down the stairs. When in reality, it's the beingness. Because when you can get yourself into a state of being, get into a state of gratitude, joy, happiness, appreciation, when you do that, you raise your vibe. You're in that high vibration. You have those shorter wavelengths going on in your body, in your energy field, your auric field, in your mind. And so when you have those high vibrations, those shorter wavelengths are going to come into your reality a lot faster, which means you're going to manifest your desires and all the things that you really want. Things are going to happen and pick up speed and gain momentum so much faster. Because oftentimes when we're doing we're doing out of stress, we're doing out of anxiety, we're doing out of obligation or because we feel like we have to, we feel like it's a responsibility. And really, when you understand that beingness is your natural state and that's what you that's what you strive for throughout the day is that that state. And I don't want to use the word strive because that's, you know, that's a state of doing. But when you can align yourself with a state of being and remind yourself that you are a soul having a human experience, the doingness will come naturally. And the doingness will not be out of stress or anxiety or obligation. It'll be aligned with your intentions because you've made the beingness the primary. You're focused on being the coiled slinky instead of the uncoiled slinky. 
in that high vibrational state with those shorter wavelengths, and again, you can look at this image on your phone, you can see that more of those wavelengths will travel faster. They'll gain more momentum, which again means your desires will also gain more momentum and they will come into your reality faster. Whereas if you look at that low vibration wavelength and how stretched out and long they are, that's why things take so much longer when you're in those low vibrational states, when you're feeling stressed out, which again, you have to remember when you're in a state of doing, I always ask myself, am I doing this out of obligation? Is this fun for me? Am I stressed out right now? Like, how am I feeling about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And if it's on that low vibrational frequency, if it's those long wavelengths, then I know I need to stop whatever I'm doing and just go be for a bit. So that is it. That is all that I have for you today for this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you like the type of content that we talk about on this podcast, I encourage you to check out my monthly membership community called the Soul Flow Collective. It is only $14.99 a month and you can cancel at any time, but it's basically a playground for your soul. Each month we have a spiritual theme and you get guided meditations, guided affirmations, a workbook, a video for that theme. There are tarot spreads, moon rituals, spiritual reading lists, personal development reading lists. Like there is just so much packed into that community. Not to mention there is a Facebook community as well so you can connect with like-minded spiritual seekers. So if you wanna check that out, go to thatsmarthustle.com SFC. I'll make sure to leave that link in the show notes for you. Again, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you more than you know, and I will chat with you in the next episode. With love and light. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.